You're listening to the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, where every week you will learn about healthier habits and hacks to create and support a healthy and thriving lifestyle as a busy mom. I'm your host, Wendy, and I truly believe that the best gift you can give to your family and the world is a healthy, thriving you. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 11 of the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms podcast, season three, where I have a wonderfully energetic, fun, positive, joy-filled guest for you today, my gorgeous friend, Jen Cross, who joins us all the way from LA today. I know, not jealous, sitting here in cold November in the UK while she's in the sunny LA climate. But Jen was actually one of the first mummy friends that I made when I first made a huge life change and moved here to Norfolk. So we have a very special bond around that, which we'll share more about. And what I love so much about Jen is how she supports mums on their journey from pregnant through to birthing because she's actually a qualified hypnobirth instructor, as well as the fact that she has been so successful in running multiple businesses. So she really brings all the career and business coaching with it as well. So she's just got the most incredible skill set that she uses to support mums, which is why I wanted to bring her awesomeness to you today. But before we do that, I just wanted to remind you about the incredible resources we have as part of this community. We have our Facebook community, we have our meal planner, we have my my Wendy's Weekly Share, which I send out every Tuesday, which has got more tips, tools, training for busy mums just like you. So if you haven't subscribed or got involved in any of those resources, do so right now. And if you're getting value from this podcast, I would really appreciate if you took two seconds to leave a five-star review so that we can reach more mums on this journey. Right, let's get stuck into today's episode. everybody and welcome to this episode with my gorgeous friend Jen Cross. Now you won't believe if you're if you're watching the visual version of this, obviously most of you will be listening to this, but if you're watching the YouTube version of this, because all of these episodes and uh, videos are uploaded to YouTube now, so you can choose what you prefer, you'll see that Jen is looking so glamorous and gorgeous. But when I found out what time of the morning it was, <laughs> I was like, how? How do you look so wonderful? But that's just because Jen is the most amazing, joyous light in my life. And I'm so excited to interview her all the way from LA today. Welcome, Jen. And thank you so much for having me. Honestly, it is toner. I was spraying it on. (laughs) I will glow. Pop hacks. We'll get to those questions at the end. But so Jen is, she's like my business bestie, mum bestie friend that I first befriended when I first moved to the county of Norfolk, where I knew not a soul. And we connected through a mum's Facebook group. So huge fan of Facebook communities. As you know, we have the Healthy and Thriving Career Moms community, which I'm always going on about because I just think it's so important. And put my big girl pants on one day and I messaged her and I was like, I think we have quite a bit in common. Like, do you fancy meeting for a, a cuppa thinking she'd be like, who is this Fruit Loop? And you said yes. And we met up and we realized we had so much in common, which I knew we would. And it's just gone from there, hasn't it? I think you can always tell if you're someone who's traveled and you're used to making friends with anyone from any walk of life, you, you can recognize those people, I think. Yeah, I know I you, can. Mm. Well, this is it. So you were just saying to me how with your recent move from Norfolk to LA, you've been on the similar journey because you've only been there coming up for three months. 
Yeah. 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 You got into so many different community groups and stuff. So just give us a bit of a whistle stop tour of your story, who you are. Like, obviously I've, I've said you're from Norfolk, but yeah, give us the, give us the, the gen quick summary. Oh my gosh, the quick summary. Well, no, that's actually part because you you had so many different careers and I mean, yeah, tell us all. We want to hear. Okay, I'm Jen from Norfolk. My parents were in the RAF. So as kids, we traveled around to different countries. So that always kind of made me have to, in a sense, be able to just go up and talk to anybody and make friends and um yeah it made me very comfortable with that and my mum is a complete social butterfly she can chat to a stranger on the bus and by the end of the journey she knows everything about them and they've exchanged numbers in fact one time she called up a number that was the wrong number and ended up going your voice sounds familiar and then they ended up having this long chat because they knew each other (laughs) I don't even know how that happened so yes I'm I love going to different places, meeting new people. Um, I've also had two children and alongside them, I've had businesses. So with my first son, I had a bridal boutique. Um, And then with my second son, I have a baby business um, and which is continuing today. So I have a business called The Pregnant Solpreneur and that focuses on working with women who are interested in bringing about alignment, not just to their motherhood journey, but to the business journey and having them side by side and working really well for them. So yes, that's where I'm at. LA was a huge manifestation since I was 15 and found out what MTV was. (laughs) So I was like, I need to live there. So it's always just been in my mind when I was 19, I said, I am going to live there and then found out about the green card and was like, oh, it's not as simple as that. So kind of thought this will just be a holiday thing. And then I met my husband and the first conversation we had, no joke, he said, do you like LA? I said, I've never been, I really want to go. And he said, well, I'm going to take you in a couple of months time. So he took me on holiday and What's interesting is he also has a tattoo with my favorite number on it. So that was really interesting when I met him. So anyway, we we always said together, we will move there one day. And every single time we came on holiday, we looked around areas and we were like, we will live here. And then last year, we saw a job. We he saw a job, but we found it and we were like, let's go for it. So we went for it. He got it. And here we are. And it is the craziest thing because now we're driving around the, the streets that we came on holiday to. It's so weird. It's so weird. And we and still are so happy. Like, hmm. I mean, obviously when you told me you were leaving, like I, it was so sad because it's, it's obviously wonderful when you find a mummy friend who you can connect with and obviously have, but then for me, having done that journey from South Africa to the UK, but then also having done the journey from kind of London to Norfolk, because I wanted to be close to the sea and more in the outdoors. And so I understood that yearning and that soul kind of, Paul and I mm. and I knew LA was your dream so for me that was just like oh 
it's like they're bittersweet like I'm so happy for you um and also we have like a mutual friend because one of the girls in my daughter's class is your best friend mm-hmm. so whenever I see her every day I'm like we miss Jen <laughs> know that you're so happy and that you are absolutely thriving and so talk us through like what a typical day looks like in your life now carpool this is very exciting <laughs> Tell me about carpool. No, tell them what you said to me earlier that you said to the headmistress. Okay, so um, SJ goes to a school out here. He's eight and a half. And to be fair, every most mornings we walk because the whole point of one of the big points of moving here was I love to be in a city. I love to be around busyness. And where I lived before was very quiet. So just being able to walk to school without long car journeys and things and being out of that car lifestyle, I was like, it was really important to me. It's so interesting because I would say, like, you'd think LA, you'd be driving everywhere because that's what everyone says. That's so weird. We're the only, we're the only people who walk. I will just say that. Um, really? Yes. Yeah. Well, obviously here in the UK, everybody walks to school in the morning. Like, especially because I'm in a village, it's like but, very much the village schoolness of it. Yeah. But on the the pickup, because it's been incredibly hot and I've been conscious of Brody being in the buggy. Okay, rub it in. <laughs> Sorry. I've been carpooling it, which means that you drive up to the school, go to the front door, and basically just your kid gets out and then you say bye, or the kid gets in. It's brilliant. And I said, is it it like in the movies where you get those like crazy moms who are like, and if you don't do the carpool right. Oh, there's a TikTok at the moment, isn't it? We have a protocol, people. (laughs) (laughs) My biggest thing is when I panic, I can't find the unlock button on the door. And SJ's going, I can't get out. I can't get in. (laughs) And you're like, panic. And it's like, oh my gosh, has anyone beeped you yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, I have had the finger up at me for a prolonged amount of time on the freeway. Oh. Someone completely cut me up and then just did this huge prolonged swear. <laughs> for ages. Yeah. Um, that was okay. So anyway, this carpool, I said the headmistress before I realized she was the headmistress. So I was being slightly playful with her. <laughs> said oh my god I said this is so like ordering a cheeseburger I said you just literally pull up and there it is and she goes what do you mean I went well it's like a drive-through isn't it (laughs) oh my gosh is you are you finding it culturally different yes very 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 um and we just had this conversation before we started recording um that everybody is super super lovely but Mm. there is a certain distance that comes with that and I've spoken, I've made quite a few friends out here already or acquaintances at the moment. And four different ones, four different ones <laughs> have come from the UK. And one of them who's a psycho, was a psychotherapist in the UK. She said, I've been here for 10 years and you can have gorgeous chats and lunches with people, but it, it doesn't go to that deep yeah. level. Often. That's my sisters. I've got two stepsisters who live out in the US and they've said, like, I was always quite surprised with the level of friendships I've had here in the UK versus like their circles of friends are very small. And it's, yeah, as you say, it's very surface deep. There's not that kind of the deep, deep level of, and 
yeah, the American population seem to be a very friendly people. But as you say, like, and I, I very much appreciate that about the UK because I'm like TMI, make everyone my best friends. I'm going to tell you like everything I probably shouldn't and be completely inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm not sure if the Americans would like me. And I think it depends as well which state you're in because yeah I mean LA is a melting pot isn't it it's a real cultural melting pot Mm -hmm. and they're very laid back you know they they've got your sense of dressing like what's your sense like how's your has that changed no I am so you always dress very LA here though stuck in my ways I'm not stuck in my ways I just with clothes I know what I like I'm very kinesthetic so it's all about the feel so I don't think that will ever change um so yeah no seem to I think what I, I struggle with struggle that's not the right word but like whenever I've gone to conferences in the U.S. I've always been so shocked at how casual everyone is like when they say business casual on the dress like business casual in the U.K. is not the same as business casual in the U.S. like it's just such a level of casualness I mean I do, do like to dress up yeah, maybe, and maybe that's why I haven't found it so different because I was never a huge one for dressing up. Even going out on nights out, I would wear skinny jeans and a baggy dressed up top. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you probably put some heels on, a leather jacket. Oh, for sure. like, Always did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so it worked. But yeah, I guess yeah, I always kind of said that I was born on the wrong on the wrong continent so maybe I was always destined to be I mean I always feel like because we we my husband and I we like kind of similar to you we'd always had conversations but we just felt like because my family was in South Africa his family was here like I I wanted to live in Australia or actually my heart's desire would be to live in New Zealand um minus the earthquakes but I yeah for me it it just didn't make sense for both of us to pull away from our families when we had the option to be here so that's why we said but I was like but if we're going to live in the UK then I need to go live by the beach because I need to be close to the coast like I miss that so yeah that was kind of the whole trade-off of it but yeah I mean I do I do miss living in a sunny climate like I'm definitely a summer person like I come alive in the summer I come alive in the sunshine winter is not my friend I think that's where you you listen to yourself so much. And actually, what's really funny is in the summer in the UK, everybody takes a summer holiday where actually it's probably really smart to take a summer holiday somewhere in the winter. So you yeah. get well, I, we always would do that. We'd go to South Africa in February, um, which is actually why we've not really got into skiing, because obviously everyone here goes skiing at that time of the year, whereas that's not something we've got into necessarily because we always go abroad at that time of year because I'm like I need those two three weeks out of the winter because I love up to December because I I love this time of year I mean autumn is gorgeous and the pumpkin picking started today so there's all of that going on and that and the autumn leaves change but then obviously Christmas is amazing oh my gosh you're gonna love Christmas this year yeah do you know what Halloween, I think, is bigger here than Christmas. Apparently, oh, yeah. Halloween's huge over there. I mean, people I'm not were, a fan, but people were I'm putting. Like, up. Why would you put up cobwebs in your house? Like, I'm always trying to get rid of cobwebs. I don't understand. The first of September, people were decorating their houses, I know and people, people, are, people are getting nuts here as well. Like, I walked into a coffee shop the other day, and I nearly—I'm not scared of spiders, but I nearly dropped my bag because there was this massive spider that I hadn't clocked 
and I suddenly turned around and it was like obviously it was fake but I was like oh and like it just gave me such a fright and I was like seriously how am I going to get through the next few weeks <laughs> I, t- I tell you one thing that's good to mention if you're moving to a different country find a library because every library will always have children's classes that are free um, and they are such a great way to meet people so I did them with SJ in Norfolk so the first thing I did when I got here was find the children's library and that has been the gateway to to yeah meeting people but funnily enough I have you heard of human design yes yeah so I, I think most people have haven't they now and kind of like yeah let's pretend that we've not let's break it down okay I'm not going to break it down into loads of detail but it's something that I'm currently training in because I found it about two years ago now and I have been hooked it has given me the answers that I've always been curious about so human design looks at our energy type and basically unlocks why we are the way we are not the conditioned version but our true authentic self Mm -hmm. and there are five energy types so you can be one of the five and you find out what you are by going onto a human design website um and getting your chart and you get your chart by typing in um your name your date of birth where in the world you were at your birth the time of birth so it's linked to astrology and I just had this moment of doubt thinking is it linked to astrology anyway we won't go into the, the the huge details about it at the moment and the background that'll be for another time but anyway works on your energy so you can be five energy types one of the five and every energy type operates differently and within that energy type you also have something called profile lines that kind of breaks down even further your energy and what your interests are so I will I will break this down in a minute And then it gives you a strategy. So I'm just going to use myself as an example. I am a manifester. I'm 9% of the population, 9 to 10% of the population. And I don't have consistent energy. So I will have bursts of creative energy. And then I will have rest periods that can last an incredibly long time. So in terms of consistency, I just I'll let you know when I am in the mood to do something I I see that about you because like one minute I see you doing stuff and then next minute I don't hear from you for like weeks and it's like that makes so much sense now right (laughs) right my strategy is splenic so I am somebody who I hear a little voice saying go do this and I'm like I'm gonna go do this I'm going to go do it now. (laughs) And it won't make sense, but to me, it'll make sense. And I am very drawn to fear. I get excited by fear. I'm an adrenaline junkie, which is one of the reasons probably why I was drawn to hypnobirthing because hypnobirthing is all about combating fear. Well, a big chunk of it is about combating fear. Mm -hmm. 
So if I'm scared, instead of shying away from it, I'll be like, right, how can I break this fear? Mm-hmm. So now my profile lines are a two, four. Your two is what you are aware of, your conscious. And then your the second number is your unconscious. So that's what other people see of you. So I am a hermit opportunist. So I am very introverted. I like spending time on my own. I We were just talking before this and I love research. So I will go down a rabbit hole and absolutely research something for hours and hours. Not by my definition, but I'm a naturally gifted person. <laughs> so I can just pick up things. You and are. I- I won't understand why for other people it takes a long process. I'm like, just do it. Just go and do it. Yeah. (laughs) On the flip side of that, so that's what I see myself as. That's what I experience. On the flip side of that, everybody sees me as the opportunist. They see me as incredibly sociable. They see me as being able to form communities, make connections. Mm -hmm. And I can do that very easily, which is interesting. So that's also maybe perhaps we talked about my mom at the beginning and about how we traveled. But actually, I've got a line four, which means that I was probably always naturally able to go out there and make mm-hmm. connections. So when I read all of that, I was just like, oh, this makes sense, because quite often as a child, I would be, I don't know if I was labeled lazy, but I was very aware that I didn't have this consistent get up and go attitude. I didn't have well nobody has constant motivation but I found it very difficult to just be forced into doing something I would do it when I felt ready I couldn't work to a routine of it's five o'clock now I'm going to go and do my homework couldn't do that it had to be when I had that yep we're good to go I'm going to do it Um, and then lastly with the human design which is so so important you find out your strategy and your not self-theme so your not self-theme is It's when you get a sense of that you're not in alignment. And for a manifester, it shows up as anger. Now, you only have to ask my kids. I can see red very, very quickly. It's not a scary anger. It's it's telling you that you're not in alignment. But once I figured that out, it has been the biggest thing because now when I feel that anger, I'm like, oh, red light, something's not right. I need to I need to have a look and see where I need to realign. So that's your not not self theme. And then you have your strategy and it tells you how can you be in harmony in the world? How do you know when you're in alignment? So I have to inform people. As a manifester, I don't need permission from anybody or from anywhere to go with an idea. I will just go. So I don't need anybody's opinion to tell me that my idea is right for me. I don't need to build reviews in my business to give me that permission that my coaching is right. I just, which all sounds very big headed. No, I love that. When you decided to move to the US, like, because I know when I've made decisions, like when we decided to move to Norfolk, which is not the same as moving countries, but it felt like it because people are like, what, why? You know, and I'm like, because it just feels right. And people are like, no, but why? Like they just they, okay. and I know I know you had the same thing with moving to the US. Like, but when you told me, I was like, good for you. Mm. Like I'm so sad you're going, but good for you. Because I think you, I could just really understand that. 
as a manifester, you everything happens in our head. We don't think to tell people what we're doing. So quite often I'll have all these things happening in my business and I'll be like, I haven't told anybody anything. It's just in my head. So I'm learning that I have to inform people, especially my husband, who's not a manifester. I mean, he always said that I don't think the same as everybody else. I was always hugely offended. But now I'm like, oh, I'm starting to understand what you see. And he'll be like, I can never read you. I never know what you're thinking. So that's been a huge game changer in our relationship. Um. So yeah, that's been a, a big... I think with all of that being said, like that's so fascinating. And I, I'm so much of what you say there that I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me as well. Like mm-hmm. that's totally me. Um, is having that self-awareness. And I think that's so important. So, so much of the work that you do with your business, and obviously we touched on hypnobirthing there, which I, I hypnobirthed, you know, people think I'm mental because I had a home birth and they're like, I'm talking to a midwife the other day. She's like, oh, good for you. And I was like, oh, would you have one? She's like, not a chance. <laughs> I was like, what, really? Um, and I know you had a home birth as well. And, and um, but yeah, I remember people thinking I was balmy at the time, but I think with any of that stuff, it's so important as a woman, I feel to just advocate for yourself in the sense of knowing what you need and having that self-awareness, however you need to gain that, whatever path you need to go down to find that. But I think so when, when, when people say to me, and I know you get the same, Jen, like people are always really inspired by you. They're like, oh, you know, you're so amazing, all the things you do and blah, blah, blah. But I think when you just have a really clear awareness of who you are and what you want in life, like the how just takes care of itself. Whereas I often see when moms feel discombobulated, it's because they are so not aware of what they need. I um, I was going to say two things and one of them just keeps coming in and going, which is so incredibly frustrating. So maybe it'll come back. But what, one of the other things was I didn't want to be called mum. I had such a, I didn't identify with the label of mum. I didn't identify with what that looked like for me or what I saw the mum looking like that it's a step back in the career it's a huge sacrifice you become the the center of all jokes in society you're just mum I mean I I'm not even called auntie to my niece and nephew I'm called AJ auntie Jen because I don't like the the label of auntie either and what that conjures up in my mind but what I'm learning is we can actually define our own label because we're all individuals. So I can absolutely be mum to my boys, as in the, the, the title, because I feel very motherly in every sense. I always wanted to be a mum. I just didn't like the label. And I now am completely saying I'm going to mum my way and that's been, yeah, that's been hugely empowering. Um, And I was just going to say one last thing on human design. I, as a lot of us do who are in business, we, we seek coaches ourselves. And when was it? Probably last year, I went to a coach before I began this huge, right, I'm going to invest in human design. I'm going to go completely down it and, and really dive in. I wanted a coach to tell me 
that my business idea was a good idea and that I should do it. So I was looking for permission for somebody to go, yeah, that's a great idea. You go for it. And that is not how I'm made up. That is not my energy. So if I hadn't have found this route, I could have still been on that. I need other people's go on, go ahead. But yeah, it, it, that's not how I'm built. So actually to find, to find out that what is more important for me is to trust my intuition and to trust my creative urges, to just go with it. That's, that's been brilliant. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful. And I, we were talking just before as well. Um, and I said to you, because you, you said to me, how does it feel to be 40? Tell me. And I was saying, do you know what? I feel like there's this rebirth. I feel like I'm connecting with so many nuances to and reevaluating so much. It's such a good checkpoint, isn't it? To be like, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway, like I'm planning to live to 150. But, you know, it's like where where I'm at, you know, am I on the path? Am I in alignment? And whatever your beliefs, whether you're spiritual or believe in astrology or you know I'm a Christian so I you know my set of beliefs is different maybe to yours but all of it is just this you know awareness of what you need and I think that's so important and you know understanding who you are that's why I'm loving these interviews with with inspiring moms like you because I think it's just so lovely to see the complete breadth of different people and how they are embodying the sort of the healthy and thriving because it's very different for everyone um, but before we finish off today, I'm going to need to do the quick fire round with you. So this is something that we do on every podcast where I just sort of hit you up with some questions and I don't prep you for this. So it's the first thing that comes out of your mouth. Favorite movie ever. Apocalypto Mel Gibson. Oh my goodness. I know. I know. It blew my mind. Okay. I've never watched it. I do like Mel Gibson, circa, you know, anti-Semitic tirade. But, um, okay, right. Favourite song ever, like, to get you in the mood, like, to get your blood pumping, kitchen dance party. Oh, gosh, it's not that, but I love you two with or without you. Oh, you see. I love how different you are. It's like, what gets your blood with or without you? It's like one of the saddest (laughs) songs ever. (laughs) hilarious I love it right favorite tipple favorite drink Prosecco love it not champagne but Prosecco Prosecco everybody's so mean about Prosecco but I I have a good time I I don't have you know honestly um and just just clarifying just clarifying right favorite easy go-to supper so you've got like no time need to get something on the table for the family quick easy supper what's your go-to Thai red bolognese. Thai red bolognese. I've never even heard of that. Mm, it's really good. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna need you to send me the recipe so I can stick it in the show notes because I bet you everyone's like, "Huh?" Or I'm gonna have to find something it's online. Really I've heard of <laughs> bolognese and I've heard of red Thai something, but I've never heard of them together. I'll send, you, I'll send you the recipe. Amazing. I'm gonna have to make that. And then finally, what would be your top, like, mum hack top tip? I'm not going to give you any more brief than that. Yeah. Um, If you feel angry, (laughs) get the word trigger to come into your head. What am I being triggered by? 
it halts the, the, <gasps> so true. We were talking about that. And I was saying this, mm-hmm. there's somebody that I follow on Instagram that triggers me. And when I'm like, why is that triggering me? Cause I would say just unfollow them. But often when people trigger, it's triggering something in you. So you need to kind of say, what, why, what is about that situation? And I also, it reminds me of something I heard before, which was like, allow your, let your jealousy be your compass. I don't know if I've got that right, but it was basically, because again, you saw, don't be jealous of people, but it's like, we're humans, we're going to be jealous, but it's like, why are you jealous? What, what is it about that person or the situation or that, what is that jealousy? Allow that to kind of show you what's next. Like, why is it that you're being triggered by that? Why are you jealous? And that kind of gives you some very big clues about maybe what you might be feeling you don't have enough of, or you want something that that person has. So that was all, that just made me think of that. So anyway, but yes, Jen, I obviously could talk to you forever, but I'm going to let you go because I know you've got a fabulous, t- tell, just tell us quickly what you're going to do today. Because this woman, are you allowed, are you okay for me to say where you live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's in Orange yeah. County. Hey, yeah, we're in Huntington Beach, oh. um, Surf City. Um, and Is today- there a difference to hunting, Huntington here in Norfolk? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Um, so they love their events every other weekend. They've got a big event. This weekend is copters and cars. So they bring in loads of fun cars and helicopters. <laughs> We're going to have a little look around. That's hilarious. And then you said food shopping and you said you've got a really nice organic place near you. And yes, that's a really good price as well. Is food expensive out there? Hmm. Yeah, it's like a fast food place every second. Oh, there is. Yeah. I mean, the amount of burger. I mean, I thought McDonald's was unique because it's red and yellow. But actually over here, McDonald's isn't that big. Yeah, there's In-N-Out Burger and there's. What's your favorite? That's the question. Like if you had to get fast food in the States, what would you get? I know this is not a mom's podcast, but. In-N-Out Burger. Okay. And you, and you can order it with lettuce leaves so you don't have to have the bun if you don't want the bun. They is thought of it LA, Is that an LA thing? They thought of it all. Oh, my God. I, I, I said to my, burger, but I love it in lettuce leaves. And people think I'm nuts. And I'm like, well, I don't want – I prefer not to have gluten, but it, I don't want horrible gluten-free bread because that's so full of rubbish. So I just would rather have lettuce leaves, thanks. But I still want the I, burger. I knew when I was in Orange County because – I went to my hairdresser and I said, oh, um, there's just so much gorgeous food out here. I said, gorgeous fast food. I said, the fast food. I said, oh, my gosh. I said, honestly, I'm working my way through it. And she went, instead of going, oh, my gosh, it's lush, isn't it? Or or, or something along there. She goes, the whole hairdressers just looked around. They all just went, be careful. (laughs) Don't get fat. that's hilarious oh my golly oh my gosh well thank you for all your top tips about LA and and changing countries and where can people find you if they want to connect in with you and the pregnant soulpreneur okay so I'm on Instagram and it's the underscore pregnant underscore soulpreneur love it love it love it and yeah because obviously you there's a host of services that you offer with that so that is definitely the best place to find you. I love your Instagram post. You give so much value in one post. I'm like, I need to seriously channel Jen in my posts. Like you, I just, every time I read a post, I feel like 
learned something profound about myself. <laughs> so they are very powerful. I can see you actually, you're so genuine and authentic in how you connect with people. So, and, and we've obviously learned why today, human design. Oh, exactly the same for you. I love your account and I love everything you've created. And uh, do you know what, for everything that everybody says bad about social media, I love it because I just meet the most gorgeous people. I know, well, I wouldn't have met you if it hadn't been for social media, mm. hadn't been for Facebook. I wouldn't have met you. So yeah, I just think, yeah, I don't I don't think anyone ever bashes social media nowadays, do they? Really? Although I do feel like as parents, I want to shut the internet down. Um, but at the same time, it does present so many amazing benefits. But anyway, on that note, have a wonderful day. And we'll speak to you very soon. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. I am so grateful for you. If this episode has resonated, make sure you visit wendygriffith.co.uk to discover more of my content and my fantastic free resources to support you in thriving. Or if you'd like to continue the conversation further, drop me a DM via Instagram at wendygriffithlivehealthy. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep thriving. Keep thriving.